0: Roger. Okay, I think you're pulling the wrong one. i just. Okay, I'm ready to pull it down now. There we still a little bit uh, left in the. Okay,
1: don't hold the right place so tight. Okay. Stand right. Stand right.
0: I'm just, okay, I'm ready to pull it down
2: now. And we're doing a little bit Hi! Welcome to the podcast. This is how it's going to start. a wonderful song by the bats right now. I can't remember what it's called, but it's off of their album. It's off of an album they have. The bats. They're from New Zealand. You can figure it out. You can figure it out. It's probably called Some People Are Happy Most of the Time. Something like that. I think it's actually called North by North. I think that's that. Hey, uh, 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 um. Welcome to Live to Tape with Johnny Pemberton, a.k.a. Jimmy Jackson, a.k.a. the keeper and store of all the tools and equipment used to assemble the executive buffet on weekends at the downtown Good Hotel, where Daddy goes with Mom for a staycation. Uh, Yeah, I keep all these utensils. They're they're very fine, chrome-plated tongs that have uh, the action on the tongs is very good. I test the tongs every every morning before the executive buffet opens, which is at 6 a.m. The executive buffet opens at 6. I don't know how I've been able to sustain the idea, the joke idea, of an executive buffet this long. Hey, I just tried to find a clip of someone saying executive buffet other than you, and I couldn't find it, so I just put in that. That song right there. Okay. Keep, go, keep going. Keep explaining it. Uh, when I talk about the executive buffet, this is such an old reference on the podcast. If you know it, you know it. But if you don't, what the executive buffet is a reference to is the movie Flight with Denzel Washington. At one point, uh, there's, a mo- there's a point in the movie where I believe it's Tom Scarrett or maybe Tom... Ba- I think it's Tom Skerritt. No, it's not. It's Bruce Greenwood. I think it's the actor. No, it's not. I was confusing with other Toms. Uh, You're that confusing. Play by it's the band, it's Bruce
1: Greenwood, Johnny,
2: Tom Beringer. But either way, you know, gruff, gruff white dudes who play pilots most of their career. Bruce Greenwood. There's an instance where Tom, I just say Tom Skerritt for the sake of this discussion. Tom Skerritt. Is telling Bruce Greenwood, Denzel. Telling. He needs to. Uh, he's Tom Skerritt's the head of the, some sort of pilot association. Bruce, maybe the union. It's Bruce Greenwood who's the head. And of the uh, he's like, we need to talk about stuff. And he's real casually trying to like rope a man, get him to come talk to calm the down the download the four hundred and eleven all the details about man, I, shit. I can't listen to this. And says something to the effect of, "There's." <laughs> oh, it's funny being wrong. I just can't believe it's fucking real. He says. Uh, uh there's an executive buffet down at the Hilton or the Marriott. He just says there's an executive buffet. <laughs> it's just uh and what a testament to him as an actor that he was able to say that and just sell it. And I, I don't know why I picked up on that, but that's what the executive buffet is. And it, it's still gassing me to this day. The executive buffet, a buffet that's uh it's designed for executives. Jesus Christ, that isn't funny. Uh, it makes me put my hands fully on the branch. Uh, and I always put my hands on the branch. I have a, a branch mounted on the passenger and the mid-dash of Daddy's big red truck that he drives to the market every morning to pick up all the things that are at the market. Uh, welcome to the podcast. This is the uh, intro part two. I have a cool guest today, which I'm a little bit uh, reticent I don't know why anyone says resident. Well, not resident. I meant to say hesitant. Isn't reticent and hesitant basically the same thing? I suppose one is a difference of maybe, maybe where you grew up. Welcome to the podcast. If you'd like to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, you should because if you would like to do that, you should do what you'd like to do. If you don't want to rate and review, subscribe to the podcast, I would say uh, change your mind and then rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, please. It helps everybody out, including me and Michael, our producer. Michael, what's up? He doesn't like talking anymore, so um, Michael, but my, you help Michael out a lot if you subscribe rate and review the podcast. Also check out patreon.com slash live do tape. Not the number two, but the TO. And uh that uh is a great place if you want to further dive deeper down into the executive buffet and get invited to the special executive buffets that we have on occasion and all sorts of other things like that. Other things of note, I'm gonna be on tour in July. This is a ways out, but you know, you got you gotta you gotta let them know. I'll be in Chicago at the Hideout on the 15th of July. This is a new date; it's not it's not uh, firm yet, but I'll probably be uh, there the 15th, 15th of July, at the Hideout in Chicago, a place I've I went to years ago. I'm very excited to perform at again. It's a great place. I'll probably be in Milwaukee and maybe someplace else during that week. Then I'll be in Minneapolis on the 19th which is a Friday of July, which coincidentally is my dad's birthday, who's the guest on today's podcast. What a strange thing. And my dad lives in Minneapolis. Wow, maybe I'll see him. Maybe I'll be too obsessed with making the show really great to have time to have a social obligation. But maybe we'll see him on the 18th. Um, (laughs) I'll be in Iowa... At by this really cool venue I can't think of the name of it right now but it's uh it's Des Moines there's not a lot going on in Des Moines other than me being there on the 20th of July I hope to god that's the case I hope I'm the pinnacle of the day I want July 20th to be Johnny Pemberton Day in the annals and the annals of Ju- of Des Moines please make that happen You see the captain make it happen Otherwise, uh, I'll have more dates to come. It's probably going to be some stuff in and around there. Uh, We'll see. It's going to be great. I'm really looking forward to this. I'm going to have a bunch of new merch and stuff that's available. Also, as far as merch goes, if you want merch, I'm going to be having stickers. I'm going to have two new T-shirts available, and I'm going to be having some, uh, maybe some other items that you don't even know about yet, but they'll be available uh, I, on Patreon first, that's where you get the first crack at that stuff and on tour. So if you want the merch, uh, Patreon is pretty much going to be going to be the merch station. So there's a deal for that stuff on there. It's not available yet. I'm just telling you, you know, when you want to get it, that's where you got to get it. I don't want to do a long preamble to this podcast because I, uh, I just really don't feel like it actually. I want to just get to the meat. So this is a conversation I had with my dad on a porch in Palm Springs. I've never had him on the podcast before. I would like to have him back. I think we sort of just scratched the surface. He's got a lot of interesting things to say. But really, this is what I would call an oral history. It's something... I I love oral history. (laughs) It's such a dumb word, but I, I don't know what else to say. I think it's funny to... Not funny. I think it's very interesting to interview people about where they came from because a lot of times you get to learn things you wouldn't otherwise learn about them. So in a way, this is, this uh, podcast is very selfish because it's something where I knew uh, I wouldn't be able to talk to my dad about certain things unless I had this as an excuse, which is kind of lame, I suppose. Uh, it may sound lame to some people, but when you grow up in the Midwest with a certain type of family, you really don't talk to each other that much about... I guess I'm just talking about our family. Uh, I don't know what to say other than uh, that this is you just don't end up talking to people personally in your family. Certain families don't. And if you're one of those families, you know, and if you're not one of those families, you're like, oh, wow, that's sad. And I suppose it kind of is. But at the same time, it's not because I'm, I'm rectifying it right here by doing this recording in this interview so but i suppose it doesn't really matter how you do the thing as long as you do it and that's what this is all about and it was really enjoyable for me i think you will also enjoy it here it is my father john h pemberton
1: Minus three, two, one, zero.
2: Working? You hold your mic now. Excuse me. Works? Does it work? Does it work? Does it it's work? It's working, Yep. Yeah. Okay. So here we are. You have to hold keep your mic up to your face like this. I do. Okay. Yeah. Are you gonna interview me? I'm gonna interview you. You've been interviewed before though, right? Um actually yeah, probably a couple times. Yeah. When was the first time you were interviewed? Uh on Italian television. Really? That was the first time? Yeah. I think we watched that. It was, the, it was when we were in Italy, right? I was with you, right? Uh, I don't recall if you were with me or I not. I think I was, right? Because remember, I think we were watching. I remember it was the thing we were laughing because we kept watching. Yes. and he, The guy yes. was saying stuff like, oh, progressato. uh diarrhea?
1: Like, constipation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. They were saying words yeah. that you could tell in English, but they were, you know, the that Italian. That was
0: back a long time ago. That was
2: about 25 years oh, ago. or more, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's probably over twenty-five years ago. Yeah, because I was probably like thirteen, maybe twelve. The first time I took you to Europe. No, it was when we, went to, we were in Rome, right? Right, right. We we're in Rome, right? And we went to Torino. We stayed in some some hotel in Rome that I've since learned is like the nicest hotel in Rome. It is the Hotel Excelsior. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I even mentioned to someone. I was like, "Oh, what's the nicest?" Hotel in Rome, like oh, probably the Hotel Excelsior. seriously. I think we stayed at that place. I think place. we did
0: too. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. and this, remember the shower was all marble and it was huge. And good lord, it that reminded a, me
2: like when I read like the Hemingway books later, it reminded me of the hotels that he talked about. Uh uh-huh. huh. Seems sort of the same. Yeah. That place was nice. That's where I had my first uh, allergic reaction to food, I think. Oh really? Remember that? We had that one to that one. And this is all like vague memory, but it, it was that really nice memory. restaurant. that was a seafood restaurant. That yes. We walked down these stairs. Yes. And then one of the courses was was blue rice that had chunks of octopus in it. It did. You're right. Or maybe it was squid, but either way, it was dyed with a it was dyed with um, squid ink. It it, it or, was. Or, or I agree for, with that. Or octopus ink. Either way, it uh-huh. was a one of those type of things. And I um, remember I took a bite of it, and I turned like really flush. I felt like I almost couldn't breathe for like about one second. Wow. And all of a sudden, it went away. And I thought, I think I said something to you or mom. I was like, I don't think I should eat this. <laughs> well, it tasted good.
0: It, it tasted good, but you had a reaction mm-hmm. to it. I'll be darned. I'll be darned. But
2: that was the first time you were on TV? Was in, was in the uh, first was time in I Rome? was on?
0: First and really probably the only time I was on t- television,
2: so to speak. But you were on, you've been on the radio a bunch. Been on the radio a bunch, yeah. yeah. I remember that one time I listened to it in the guest room. This was AM radio on a weekend, right? Uh-huh. Was it called Healthline?
0: Healthline, mm-hmm. you're right.
2: You're and right. they, um, when you,
0: uh, and the host was Tom Shives. Tom Shives. Shives, S H I V E S. Tom Shives. He was an orthopod, but he had he must What's have an orthopod done orthopod mean? Orthopedic surgeon.
2: Why? How can we not say orthopedic surgeon? I don't know. Hmm. Good, good question. But he was an orthopod.
0: That he was an orthopod, and mm-hmm. he uh, he must have done radio as a kid. And so he got in, interested in college him. and stuff, because his voice was really fantastic, and he had great, great organizational capabilities, and and he worked for the radio. He worked for Mayo, kind mm-hmm. of, but it was also a local radio station. Now, it's been taken over completely by Mayo. What has the radio uh, station? This this health line and it's now broadcast kind of like this, a po- like a podcast type okay. thing, and um, and and distributed all around the country.
2: Interesting. Do you remember one of the questions that I got asked you that day? Uh, the some very woman, first time, he did this? I, just I remember some remember. woman asked about her oh. stool, said it was white and chalky, <laughs> and I was like, I've never in my life heard about white poop. <laughs> and you answered it. What was your What was your bigger answer to someone remember. who says, "Well, if I asked you right now, my, my stool is white and it's sort of flaky. What would, What would you say is the problem? I
0: would say I had no idea.
2: Mm, white you and said flaky. Something. Doesn't that mean Yikes. something if white? If your stool is white no. and
0: clay-like, well, I mean it means that you you've lost uh, you've lost some of the bile's coming through, okay. and uh, that because that turns the, 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 the enteric con- Well, no, it turns enteric content greenish, oh, okay, and then greenish brown. And what makes poop
2: brown? Don't know. You don't. Well, you have to know. I don't know. You have no idea? And Who cares? <laughs> well, I don't know. I think listeners want to know why poop is brown. No, they don't. Ah, <laughs> oh, I have a cashew stuck in my bridge. And why work. would you ask me that? Because I just thought of it. Because I, I thought see. about here's—it's weird that her poop is white.
0: Well, so, yeah, It's, it's lost its pig pigment, and mm-hmm. therefore lost, probably uh, uh, the bile coming from coming from the biliary tree, mm-hmm. um, which could mean a, a blockage.
2: What's the biliary tree?
0: Biliary tree is the gallbladder and the and the liver. Mm -hmm. So it's that's both. And if there's a if there's a pancreatic cancer, or there's an uh, ampullary uh, tumor or a polyp, it could block it off, and people could lose the color of the they lose their bile and back up.
2: Where did you learn that? I learned that a long time ago. Where at Tulane? Yeah, Tulane. Tulane Medical School. Yep. So what year do you think you learned that stuff?
0: Oh, I learned that right away. Probably. I started in 1972.
2: At medical school, that was your first year in medical school? Mm Mm-hmm. That was after you went to Tulane undergrad. That is correct. And you went there. What did you major in, in at Tulane? Unfortunately, history. Why unfortunately? Because I didn't like that. What do you mean? I thought it was the whole point is you did it because you knew you were going to go to med school, so you might as well do something that
0: was fun. But they thought that I'd, you needed to do better. If you didn't major in a, in a science right. back in the 70s uh, or in the 60s, 70s, um, you had to do extra specially good in, in the sciences that you had, oh, that you had to take for pre-med.
2: Right, but you did that. Yeah. So, so you mean to get into medical school? Yeah. Oh, so you, had to, you made more work for yourself. Yes. I so that's fine. You know, okay. But why'd you do that? I don't know. Because you thought history would be interesting? Yes. What and I was told I could do anything. Well, you could, right? I mean, mm-hmm. no one's stopping you. No. What was the most? Why did you want to major in history?
0: I don't re- recall the reason. Reasoning for that
2: type of history? Yeah,
0: no, European history.
2: Oh, what's what you mean like Anglo-Saxon?
0: Uh, European.
2: Because that's not just Anglo Saxon, right? No. Anglo Saxons, well, white British. people are Anglo Saxon. Aren't French people Anglo Saxon? No. Not Germans?
0: No. Nope. How come they're not? Because they're not. Anglo Saxons were uh, the English. Yeah, but didn't and they? And the Anglos were the English, and the Saxons came over from the continent, but I don't remember which, c- the which Saxons country. The are
2: German, right?
0: Well, they could have been, or they could have been from the Nordic countries, and they're, I'm not they're, positive. They're,
2: they're not, because all I can remember is that Gary Larson cartoon where the Viking has the car and it says, I don't break for Saxons. <laughs> so that would mean that he's not a Saxon, right?
0: Okay. I guess not. <laughs> that, is, that is an old cartoon. <laughs> yeah.
2: So that would mean that the Nordic people are not Saxons. So I aren't the know. Saxons that's from, like, Germany or something? Could be. No.
0: I don't know. Because that's sure. what
2: most white people are, rather right? Anglo-Saxon? Yes. Not Caucasian? different things. Well, doesn't Caucasian imply the Caucasus mountains? No. It doesn't? But I thought it does. Of the, I don't of the know the Caucasus, what the Caucasus
0: region. I don't know what ca- Caucasian refers to. Oh. All I know is that it crosses many boundaries.
2: Yeah. I guess it kind of... It's to how you, well, it depends it's on what you ethnic. want to say. No. I just always think about Anglo-Saxon. Because it sounds funny. It's from that cartoon. Yeah. Then why, you went to medical school at Tulane too, right? Yep. Where did you work when you were in medical school? Work. Oh, yeah. Nick's Bar. What was it called? Nick's Big Nick's, Train Lounge, right? Nick's Big Train Bar. Oh, Nick's Big Train Bar. Yep. It Nick, was never called Nick's Big Train Lounge? Nope. Okay.
0: And Nick's Big Train, Nick Castro Giovanni, believe it or not,
1: uh-huh.
0: is the name of the... That was Nick DiCastro Giovanni. Nick Castro Giovanni. Okay. He had a son, John, who was a doctor, and that's why he liked me, I think, because I was pre-med when I worked there, so you could trust. and then I was in medical school when I worked there too.
2: At a bar, uh-huh. this is not—it's not there anymore. Katrina no. wiped it away, I think.
0: Katrina wiped the entire midtown away.
2: Okay, this is midtown. So, two lanes mm-hmm. in midtown, or two lane? Midtown Tulane Garden is not District.
0: in midtown, but his bar was right across from the Dixie Brewery.
2: Okay, and the Which Dixie Brewery
0: um, was. Leveled by well, it wasn't leveled. It was kind of destroyed before the hurricane. I but Dixie then, was
2: on the on the on Ponch Pont, not Ponchtrain, but on the river. The, on the what was? What, I thought what the, was? Dixie, the old original Dixie Brewery is nope. by two Cafe Mond, I thought Tulane
0: Avenue. No, nope, okay. that was the Jacks Brewery.
2: The Jacks. Okay, I'm thinking of, I'm mm-hmm. confusing Jacks and, and Dixie. Dixie
0: are two different things. And the Jacks Brewery was was going when I was there right. uh, in the early uh, 70s and. Uh, and the um, uh, and so was Dixie Brewery, because Nick would sell beer during the day, right? Only fifty cents a bottle, but at no beer after six o'clock,
2: right? And that was keep out the riffraff?
0: To keep off the riffraff.
2: Keep out people who two different couldn't afford mixed groups drinks. of people, correct. So who is the group at night then?
0: Uh, there were a couple of big. Um, Moves into the bar, uh, right before and right after things that went on. In other words, before dinner, Mm -hmm. and then after, like the move, like movies were over, or plays were over, or the opera was over, or whatever. Right. So the bar would close at midnight or one. I don't remember which of those on the weekends. I think it was one. Uh, on regular nights, it was midnight, but regular nights there wasn't that busy. Weekends, it would spill out the door. Right. No, no seats except at the bar, and there were only maybe fifteen seats at the bar, uh-huh. maybe, and the rest were all standing. And they would come in and uh, be dressed in all different ways: tuxedos, really, down to just kids in college. Yeah.
2: Wow. And that, was uh, like, for dancing or what?
0: No dancing. No. Music? No, it was tiny. Oh, it was, it was packed. There was it there was music
2: playing, though, in the bar? No. There was no music? Nothing. Wow. They wouldn't even have, like, a piano sometimes? Nothing. That's so weird, because now They had a TV that
0: worked on during the day, but was turned off at night.
2: Oh, wow. <laughs> and that was owned by an Italian guy, right? Castro Giovanni. I remember one time seeing the bottle of cognac you had from him. I still have it. It was, like, had a lot of wax on it. It's on still the there. And I tried to say the name and I couldn't say it and mom was pissed she was like these damn public schools. <laughs> and I think about it now there's no way in hell I could have possibly well, have pronounced Castro. School. I did for a period of time, yeah. When? I went to public school no, from you didn't? Uh, yes I did from first grade through sixth oh, grade. Oh, you
0: went to Falwell, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. You did And didn't then go again, did you go to uh, Bamber grade. Valley?
2: Bamber Valley and Falwell.
1: Uh, and then I went to school uh,
2: then I went to high school. Went to G- middle school at St. John's, seventh and eighth grade. Yes. Then c- high school was was Catholic again. Yes. But at that time I was in a public school. I think I was trying to pronounce that, even though I don't think I would have been able to pronounce that until I had an Italian class. Okay. Because that's uh, a really hard word to pronounce. It was Castro yeah. Di Giovanni.
0: Castro Giovanni. Yeah.
2: There's no D in there. No. Okay. Well, maybe it was harder than I thought it was. But he had, he was an old Italian guy, right? Very old, yeah. Don't you have a story about him? You have two stories. One I remember was the going to the wedding.
0: I do. That's a good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow he.
2: Well, how old is this guy?
0: Well, to me, he was ancient, but I suppose he was in his seventies. Okay. And uh, and his wife was the same, but she was she was dressed as a typical Italian. I didn't realize that until like black dress, black dress, <laughs> and the whole bit. Yeah, like the Godfather. Like, like the Godfather, and you know, I mean. I'll tell you another story uh, after this one. But he thought, for some unknown reason, that I should take them to a wedding, Mm -hmm. that I would be the driver. Well, (laughs) I didn't realize what was going on, so I picked them up. It was a Sunday. Mm -hmm. It was in the daytime, so the bar wasn't open. And, um, or someone was running it. Jimmy was running it. Jimmy was the, well, that's another story. His son? Nope. Oh. And, uh... I drove them out to the lakefront to a building that you had to walk up the stairs to go into a party room. Okay. And I, because they were older, I parked the car and took them up. Okay. And, <laughs> walked in, and it was right out of a movie. Right. Right out of an Italian movie. There they were. The place was absolutely packed. Mm-hmm. And the, the Castro Giovanni's were, you know, old people, but they fit right in. And they, right. everybody, you know. Everyone knew them. S- everyone knew them. And this mm-hmm. is John, this is John, this is John. And, I mean, the. Was he an immigrant? The bri- huh? Is he an Italian immigrant or no? You know, I can't answer that question, but he spoke perfect English. So maybe okay. not. But he you have an accent at all or no? No. Okay. Uh-uh. And she didn't either. So she, probably just had New Orleans accents. Yeah, you know the the, the New Orleans uh, twang type of thing. Right. And uh, and then the the bride was dancing around with money in her dress, just like the movie. Right. And there were babies and 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 ninety year olds. Wow. That was who was who was in this place. It was unbelievable. It was literally right out of the movies.
2: Of Godfather yep. essentially.
0: And then Jimmy um, used to run the place during the day. Jimmy was black. Uh huh is not New
2: Orleans kind of notorious for being yes. for having a lot less segregation yes. than other cities did at yes. the time?
0: Yes. Yes. Like, although, although they had salt and pepper neighborhoods, salt right. and pepper meant salt, white, white and pepper, black uh-huh. would intermixed. Right. And that's not true in other cities. Certainly no, not in, in the south. south. Not yeah. not in the south and not in the north. So uh, New Orleans actually did
2: pretty well. Yeah, it was a special place. Yeah. So, but Jim Jim was black. Jimmy
0: was black. But Jimmy ran things during the day, and Jimmy would run the cash register and would give the drinks and da da da. Mm-hmm. But at night, Jimmy was not in charge. He was not allowed to work. He there? was not allowed. Well, okay. he was there. He was bar back. He was no. He he worked the same as everybody else. But within two months or three months or four months of me starting to work, I ran the cash register okay. too. But Jimmy, who'd been there for thirty-five years, didn't. That's because Nick was didn't
2: trust him. I guess he didn't trust him. At night. Yeah. That's an old school. That's an old school. With yep. And blacks,
0: right? yep. Yep. Yeah. And so, um, Jimmy would run it during the day, but every once in a while he had to be off or he had yeah. to do something. So I would come, daytime. Right. And daytime, you know, I mean, there really wasn't anybody there. Right. But <laughs> one time this guy came in, and I was there, and Nick hated him. This guy? This guy. How did you he was He was an old him? boss. He was an old as Watch out. He Watch out. Watch out for this guy. That's what okay. he told me. Watch out for this guy. So he started an argument with him. Nick walked around the other side but of the bar. And what did this old guy look and like? They'd... Oh, he was, he was white. Right. Yeah, but he had a crashed in face and you know big ears okay. typical boxer type kid yeah. like person probably in his 40s or 50s 50s probably and they got into a fight
2: Nick and this guy this got guy. into a physical yes,
0: fist fight. yes, yes and they were on the ground and I had to go out oh Jesus Christ and I had to go out and separate you know how old are people right. so they didn't really hurt each other or anything so separated them and Jimmy came back and we did everything done and I was still working there a week later or so And in comes this guy. Uh
2: (laughs) The same guy? No.
0: Guy in a nice, kind of, well, not a nice suit, but a shiny suit. Shiny suit. And he came up to the bar and sat down. Right. I have a Dixie. Uh That's what he said. And I said, excuse (laughs) me, I have a Dixie. Okay. I went and got him a Dixie. Serve sure,
2: in a glass or in a nope, can? Nope,
0: nope, just in the bottle. In the bottle. And he would leaned into me and he said, I hear Nick was in a fight. Is that true? And I said, well, yes. He,
1: who was it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I said the guy's name, because I had mm. been told the guy's name. Remember his name at all? No.
2: I can't remember what it was like.
0: Uh-uh. And he said, Thanks. He didn't finish his beer, and he got up and left.
2: Wow. <laughs> so you think he was going to go smear him? I think he was
0: going to go do something terrible. So you think Nick was connected? I do. He was probably made, even? I don't know the answer to that question. I doubt it at that age. But he could have been. And Johnny, his son, who knows? His brother, I don't know. His son was named Johnny? John, yeah. Oh.
2: And Johnny to Giovanni? That's hilarious. Okay, Johnny Castro Giovanni. That's right. <laughs> and Jesus he was an Christ. MD.
0: He was a he was an internist.
2: Yeah. Oh, he was. A, he's a doctor too. Yeah. So, but isn't that a thing where like, if you're, if the bar was run by a guy who's in the mafia made, wouldn't they be, laundering money through the bar?
0: You'd think so. I have no idea. Believe okay. me, I have no idea.
2: But what's that? So you have another story about the cash at the end of the night.
0: I do, and that was when I would help him. Back home, and he lived right across Tulane Avenue. Mm -hmm. So right across, you'd cross over in front of the brewery and go down a block or two into that area, and that was all black, basically. Right. Uh, But again, it's salt and pepper. Right. And uh, checkerboard, they call it too. Yeah, and then you'd walk into their house, and you know, good night, good night, good night, and then I'd walk home. You'd walk Uh, them. I'd walk them home, and then I'd walk back to my car and right. drive back to, the, to Tulane. <laughs> um, one night, uh, I decided he, he wanted to do that. It was after, like, a Friday night or a Saturday night. I don't remember which one. And he put all the money in a paper bag. and then The he cash walked register. Cash re- from, the, from the cash register. And everything was in cash, no credit cards right. at all. And he walked behind the bar, and the bar was a huge, long bar and it was deep, lots of bottles and lots of stuff, and you could hide, and he worked back behind it and lifted up the biggest gun you ever seen.
2: <laughs> it was a revolver,
0: yes. a big, like, magnet? No, it was, yeah. Let's see, it was blue. It was blue? It was, a, it was blue. It was, it was the gunmetal blue type thing. Yeah. It was huge. It was either a revolver. I think it was a revolver. Yeah. Yeah. And he took it, stuck it
1: in his pants.
0: Wow. And he walked out slowly, and then I took him and walked him to the house. He had this gun. That's what he did. Every night, every night, he would wow. take the and uh, use a, use a, bring his gun with him. I mean, he could no more shoot a gun than a man on the moon, but he brought it.
2: He would pull it out probably yeah. if he wanted yeah. to. so that's my stories
0: somebody. from uh, Nick's bar.
2: And that so would you know when? How when did Nick die? I don't know. Not sure. No.
0: No. just kind of lost touch because you. I did.
2: Was mm-hmm. after medical school.
0: After medical stay, school, I stayed there for a year. Right. In um, New Orleans? Or? In New Orleans, and uh,
2: was an intern for a year. What does that mean, being an intern?
0: Uh, first year out of medical school. It used to be called internship. It's now called G1. What does that mean, G1? Graduate level number one. Okay. And it used to be called internship. And uh, I did it at Charity Hospital because. She's also gone now, right? Uh, charity got, um, level got, you know, I exactly. mean, it. Does it it suffered destroyed? severely during Katrina and then never reopened. It's going to be reopened somehow, some oh, way. Something's going to redo it. Yeah.
2: But that's an old hospital, right?
0: It was built by Huey Long, so the 1930s. Okay. And it was the go-to place. I mean, everybody who in New Orleans uh, there were, if there was any emergency whatsoever, that's where you went.
2: That was the biggest hospital.
0: It was the biggest hospital and the one who was most which, which was most equipped to deal with emergencies, mainly with. Trauma, gunshots.
2: Because there's a lot of murder in New Orleans. Yep. It used to be the capital of murder in America.
0: And if, it's not, our, if it's not now, again, it will be again.
2: Yeah. What do you think? Why is that? You think? I mean, you don't ever talk about that. Why New Orleans is such no. a bad uh, crime no. problem? No. Because there's all stuff. There's there's also stuff that defies convention. in New Orleans. There's a lot of. They don't have bad gang problems in New Orleans like no, other they places don't. do.
0: Uh no, you don't hear about that.
2: Yeah, you're right. But they do have severe crime issues. They have severe crime issues. A lot of like, there was some time. There was one time when I was there. I think there were five murders in one night. I yeah, know it's just it's, it's unbelievable. I talked to a police officer who worked there for 30 years named yeah. Norman. I can't remember his last name? Norman. Really, he, you yeah, did? Because he was a transpo uh, driver on 21 Jump Street. Oh. And he told me about when he was a young cop. He um. They found a head in a trash can, kind of thing. Oh, like, they found also had um, he had to tell two best friends that their both of their kids had died the same day, and they had to identify each other's kid, like crazy, just crazy stuff. You're like, wow. He also told me about how he had to cross, not the causeway, but some bridge that goes from uptown to. The uh, West Bank, or something. Yeah, that's the, that's the New Orleans River, New Orleans uh, Mississippi River Bridge. I think it was shut down by some people because they were trying to. They didn't want to have, have something happened, Basically, was it he, with Katrina? You mean? Yeah, Katrina. And he said, oh, he that's just,
0: that's there were causeways. Yep.
2: They shut yep. it down, but he just crossed. He was like, "You can shoot me, but I'm going across." Yeah. And they didn't shoot him. He's like, because yeah. he was like, "I know we have to get over here because it's, it's it's really bad where he was." So. Okay. But that wasn't. Did you didn't ever experience anything like that during your time in New no. Orleans? So there was never a hurricane that bad? No. That's correct. but wasn't there well Camille. There was, was a
0: hurricane in, just before I got there in nineteen sixty. I got there in sixty nine, so it would be You started
2: college in sixty too late. Yeah.
0: Uh, so let's see, it would be two years or three years before then Camille right. came through.
2: Okay, Camille was bad. Bad. But not as bad as Katrina. Nothing was Well, Katrina was nothing.
0: It it didn't get it didn't get uh, wind damage. Yeah It was all water damage
2: Oh, but I mean, Katrina or Camille? Katrina Yeah
0: Camille was wind damage To Mississippi Gulf Coast Okay we, I remember driving down there Two years later And it still looked like It had been bombed
2: Because they just hadn't fixed it back then. They up. hadn't
0: fixed it up Because, you know, I mean This was 1968, 9, 0 What uh, does that
2: mean? Why wouldn't they do it then?
0: I don't know mm. It just took too long
2: But you grew up in Wisconsin uh-huh. Even though you were born in Minnesota Yeah So how come you were born in Rochester?
0: Because Dad was a resident here.
2: So he was a resident when you were born? Yep. In Rochester? Yep. And when did you guys move to Wisconsin? 1956. So how old were you when you moved to Wisconsin? Six. So you don't have Seven, maybe. Do you have any memories of Rochester when you were a little kid? Oh, yeah.
0: I remember our apartment. Where was Uh, that? It was on 2nd... It was on 4th, sorry. And uh, it was above a certain thing, and now that's all been redone and torn down, and they were called the college apartments, and they were all torn down, and new stuff is there now.
2: So you guys lived there. He was a resident at Mayo. He was a resident at Mayo, yeah. And then after he finished his residency, you guys moved to— To Milwaukee. Why did you move to Milwaukee? That's where he got a job? That's where he got a job. Where Where was his job?
0: Uh, it was kind of in multiple different places, so it was on the mainly the north side. So he
2: didn't work for a hospital, was he was in private practice?
0: Private practice with another man.
2: Okay. I didn't realize that. I thought I thought he was uh... Things
0: were totally different. There were none of this, what we have today what, was present. How was it different? Well, there were no, you know, hospitals didn't hire doctors like they do now. What do you mean they didn't hire doctors? What? They didn't, doctors weren't part of hospitals.
2: Who, who, why not? Wouldn't a doctor work at a hospital? Yeah,
0: but he worked. He was in his own company.
2: But how come a a hospital didn't hire doctors back then?
0: Because they didn't. I mean, they had a couple. They had a radiologist or two, but most radiology things were private. Anesthesia was private. Um, Internal medicine was private. Surgery was private. So So sort
2: of like a salon where you rent the space if you're a doctor?
0: No. Because what do you What do you, just, do, where do you, you have just, surgery
2: then? You don't have it at your office. If
0: Dad would have a patient that needed to have, uh, lung surgery, right? right? Lung surgery or heart surgery. He was uh, a
2: thoracic surgeon. He was a thoracic surgeon, which means chest, surgeon. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So he did that. So yeah, where would he have the surgery done? At the.
0: You could have it done at Mount Sinai, St. Mary's. No, he wasn't at St. Mary's. Mount Sinai. This Columbia. Uh, Misericordia, it was called. Milwaukee. Uh-huh. Right. And um, maybe one other hospital. But I think he he think he'd, at one point he went to five, six, or seven different hospitals. Really? To make rounds, to see patients. Because they would the patients would choose which hospital they wanted to go to, and Dad would go there.
2: So he'd see them in his office. He had an exam room yeah. and stuff. But then yeah. if he had to have a surgeon. But he was a surgeon, though. Yeah. So how does that work, then, if you're a private practice surgeon? Because it means... Like how do you get patients and stuff? I'm just so, I don't understand how that works.
1: Well,
0: I don't understand how you would get patients either, except you would be referred them by uh, internal medicine people. Okay. And you they would know you by your reputation.
2: So it's sort of like a network. Yeah. So you have a, he had a private practice with another doctor. Yep. That was just the surgery practice, and so you obviously had Correct. other friends who were doctors who were internists Correct. or yep whatever, and they would refer them. So who is his who was his partner? Did you know him? Ben Naradik. Ben Naradik. Was he, uh, was he, was he, was what was he like?
0: He didn't practice heart surgery. What Interesting. Did he, do? he just was thoracic surgery. So, the lungs? Lungs only.
2: So, what kind of and operations And he brought, did you-
0: and see what happened is, is that when you bring a younger person in like that. Um, was he
2: Jewish? Yes. He was Jewish.
0: When you bring younger people in, your reputation, uh, Naredic, had a reputation all his own. Which was right. very good, and so Dad benefited from that. And then is he, that common though? Because very cause, common.
2: Was it, it common to have uh, to be? Because that meant that meant something back then, right? Like if your religion, it definitely dictated your clientele base. So I'm sure yes. that like a lot of yes. Jewish doctors had yes. a lot of Jewish yes. clients, and yes. and, your, and Grandpa was a um, well, he was Episcopalian, so yes. basically what just uh, Lutheran. So what does that mean To be Episcopalian in Milwaukee It's not its not the same as Catholic It's not the same as No It's not You're just a Protestant Yeah You're just a basic Protestant yeah. Okay So like a white Anglo-Saxon Protestant Yes A wasp <laughs> Yes Yeah <laughs> So he had a practice With a Jewish guy Uh-huh And they, that was How did they meet?
0: I guess I have no idea How they met Right But they but decided they To go into must practice must have gotten get along together, together and, and Ben Years ago, later When dad died early Um Ben lived on, but he was retired, and I would go over there from, I don't know, maybe once or twice after Dad had died and, and I was still around. Right. And Mom was still in Milwaukee and stuff like that.
2: You were a doctor that. at this point. What's that? You were a doctor at this point. Yep. Yeah.
0: And I, and he thought Dad was the greatest. So, you
2: know, it worked that's out great both ways. Yeah. yeah. What's that story you have? There's another story you have about New Orleans about... When you went in to get your driver's license, when you moved? Oh. <laughs> was that New Orleans? Yes. So you had...
0: You have to get a new driver's license. Where were you at this point? You were, I was in medical school.
2: So you had just completed medical school? No, no,
0: I was in the middle of medical school. Okay. Yeah. And why did you have to get a new driver's license? Because uh, the one from Wisconsin was expiring or something, uh-huh. and I needed to get something because I was living there.
2: Yeah, you were staying there.
0: And so I needed to get the local one.
2: Okay. So you go into the DMV.
0: DMV, yeah.
2: You walk up to the to the uh-huh. counter to the, to I have the window. To take a, I
0: have to take a test. I have to take a driver's test
2: and I have to take a written test. So if
0: yeah, like like more the driver's like, test is
2: you actually drive in the car.
0: The driver's test is a driving in the car, and mm-hmm. the written test is written test. Right. So I take a written test, and of course it was very simple, and uh, I don't know. I think I got a hundred on it. Right. Which you know no one ever does. And so the guy kind of looks at me and I look at him and yeah. he says, "There's nothing wrong here, there's nothing wrong here." And I said, yeah, OK, good." said good, right, fine, OK. Um, go out there and sit down and we'll be back and we'll get you out. So I go and wait and I wait, and I wait, and all of a sudden the guy comes and says, "Congratulations." I so said, why, why? He said, well, you passed great. You got an 82. <laughs> I said, well, we didn't drive anywhere. He said, just be quiet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so that was it. But wasn't that... There
0: wasn't and that there was big, because was I was a medical student.
2: Because didn't he say, student. like, oh, what are you doing?" You say, I'm a doctor. Exactly. And he said, all right, Dr. Pemberton. Yeah. yeah. So and what was the... So the pre-
0: pretext is that, w- that uh, the New Orleans policeman would always have to go to the charity hospital and uh, if they were hurt, they would go there, they would be taken there, or if they would come in with uh, a hurt person, they would be there too. So you, you were uh, someone special
2: to them. So you, you do not want to have an enemy
0: Never. when you needed it at least. Exactly so the right. So that
2: is, there's like a, a sort of a little preferential treatment.
0: Exactly right.
2: Yeah, and that, that doesn't really happen anymore, does it?
0: Mm, I can't answer that question.
2: Oh, really? Okay. I would suppose that it happens fairly frequently. Yeah. But you think that, that's kind of unique to medicine, I suppose.
0: It can be in, in situations like that, like in Los Angeles where you, where you live. Right. Uh, L.A. County is a big deal, and whoever is, is the medical school, I think that's, um, I wonder if that's USC. At L.A. County. I don't remember who whose medical school that is. Probably USC, because that's downtown. It is downtown. And which residency program? I bet surgical program at USC. And so those residents would would get along well with the policemen.
2: Yeah. Okay, because they have to work together a yep.
0: lot. Yep, And so, I had one other story, too. Oh, what's that? I, had, I took a friend's um, Mercedes small car very fast.
2: Like an SL.
0: SL. And sp- sped down the expressway Where? In New Orleans
2: Oh, the, the Poncha train or no?
0: Uh, no, d- I ten. Just the 10 Down, down t- towards downtown and got pulled over Same thing What happened? Oh, man? well, where do you work? I said,
2: Charity uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, okay And that was it Let me just let you go Let me go That's interesting Yep You think that will still happen now or no? Yep. You think so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the New Orleans cops are pretty much—they will. Uh, but I don't know this for a
0: fact. It's a—it's a good question to ask, and I can't really be sure. But I bet.
2: Yeah, because they—that's the big thing with all the movies being made on there too—is they will—they're like, you want this bridge closed? Let's close. <laughs> they'll <laughs> really? just They'll do stuff that—it's kind of inconvenient to people who live there, but they don't give a shit because they don't give they're a shit, yeah. pumping so much money into the local economy. There, so like yeah. whatever you want to do, you yeah. can do it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good. So, so, you saw that when you were down there?
2: Yeah, you kind of got the sense that that was happening. I heard stories from people that, about how normally they had, like, oh, we got all of our permits here for everything. Like, that's, not, that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> how many days do you want to do it? It's like, oh, we just, we have it for, we have a permanent for six hours. Like, as long as you need it for, just, just do it. <laughs> really? Like, really? Yeah, it was yeah. fine. We just shut it down.
0: So, you have firsthand experience then? Sort
2: of. That. Just from like hearing from the producers and stuff, how yeah. it's working down there is very is easy. It's kind of the wild west cuz they Oh, well. Well, cuz okay. they the cops will do whatever you want for them. That's nice. So, I mean, that's they, interesting. Similar kind of thing, I suppose, yeah. but yeah. I don't know, a different different metric. So when you guys moved to when your family moved to Wisconsin and cuz you, cuz you, your dad started to practice there, he knew he knew his friend from from uh, earlier or no. Which friend his, is His uh, his his partner. No. But he wasn't ever wasn't he in... Uh, in the Korean War? Yeah. So when was it, when was the Korean War at this point in time?
0: Well, the Korean War ended in 52, so it started in... Just before
2: you were... Not before you were born,
0: right? No, I was born in 49, okay. so... Uh, so when was he in Korea? He was in an ev- evacuation hospital.
2: In, in Seoul
1: or in, something like that, or where?
0: In Seoul, I
2: think. But he was part of what they call MASH, Or in Japan. Right?
0: I don't remember. No, no. He wasn't No, in but MASH? he knew the MASH people okay. all the time because that's Cause how MASH they did that. MASH is front
2: lines. Or
0: MASH was right behind the front lines, right. and then the VAC hospital, and then the big hospital. The big hospital is, is in Japan, I think, and then the VAC hospital is in Seoul or in southern, more southern part of Korea. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Dad did that for, I don't know, either one year. I don't know how long their rotations were. Because he
2: was uh, drafted? I don't remember that.
0: That I don't Was there know. a draft then? That I don't recall either.
2: Okay, but there wasn't a. There was a draft for World War II, right? Yes. So, they didn't abolish the draft. Until
0: they did abolish later. the draft After in the World War? War. No, in World actually, towards the end of World War II.
2: Okay. Because so they had more people than they needed. So he wouldn't have been drafted for Korea. Then would he? No. So how's it work then? Because I thought nowadays, if oh, you're they a doctor, might have they
0: might have drafted medical
2: people. Okay, because they needed them. Yeah. Because nowadays, if you ha- you have an excuse if you're a doctor, you, have to to, like well, you, you, you don't have to go to. Well, you don't. Vietnam because of that, right? Or were you too young?
0: I got a high draft number.
2: You did? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were excused because you're in school. No.
0: Because that were, that does it for college, but then. But where Once you? college was over with.
2: So where? No. Well, how old were you when the draft started for Vietnam? I don't remember. Well, how, how, if you think about it, what, because they started, what, in like, six, I don't even know, like I don't 67 even know either. or something like that, 68? Well, yeah, sixty. And so you were, and you were resident then? No, I wasn't had, a resident a until 76, 77. So You were a medical student. Yeah. So you were drafted in medical sc- during medical. They didn't.
0: School. They didn't allow certain things, and then the draft ca- numbers came out. The lottery okay. came out, and then I just got a large number and didn't matter then anymore.
2: Okay, but how did you know it didn't matter?
0: That's what everybody said.
2: Oh, because it was so large. Yeah. So it was just. But they drafted a lot of people. How? What was? But the they
0: only went up to uh, like a hundred or eighty nine or something like that. They didn't need one hundred eighty nine thousand. No, that was the number. I mean there was three hundred sixty five days a year. Right. So wouldn't remember those are the birthdays and so on? What's oh, your right. what your number was? It was over it was over one fifty or one sixty, you never
2: never got drafted. Never got okay. drafted, no. So but what about what about your grandfather? My grandfather, Because okay. he was he was John Pemberton, right? Yeah. We have the same name? Yep. We have the exact same name, right? Yep. So he was he was born in... Was he, Where was he born? North Carolina. Born in North Carolina. And they moved from North Carolina where? Well, he went to school in Philadelphia. Right?
0: Yep, Philadelphia, and then where came did to Mayo. Where he in Philadelphia? I don't know. Oh. And then... Uh, ooh. Oh, God. Yikes. Oops. Do you have to stop this?
2: No, it's okay. I just spilled this drink, but... Mostly went on the floor. So... It's okay. Are you all right? Yeah, I just it's <laughs>
1: okay. I, I we
2: never want to grab the glasses too hard because they slip if they're wet. They do. I just hate that they're, yeah. they're so concave. So okay. Um. So he. He, he
0: then moved to, to Mayo in 1918. He came. I don't remember on what circumstances either. From he, Philadelphia. From Philadelphia. I think
2: he was married then.
0: I think so. Although, the his wife Anna. Was the daughter of Hoagland who was a St. Paul person, so oh, he might not have been. No.
2: Oh, so that—that that I don't know. Okay, so that was so, he maybe have gotten married in in Rochester, Minnesota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why do you know about anything about your great grandfather? No. You know nothing. You know his name even.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: How do you not know that? But see, he was probably from North Carolina, right? Probably. So, do you have any way of finding out what his name was? I guess you could try. Yes. How yes. would you find out if you wanted to know? Well, how would you find out? I don't know.
0: You'd have to go back to North Carolina and look for Pemberton, and then look at the the records and that that that. But
2: that don't that. you have some sort of a family tree or something?
0: There, there was one, but I wasn't sure exactly where what it was, what the basis of it was, and uh-huh. if it was truly true or not.
2: Right. That was a problem. What, what do you mean? How do you, how would you not know if it's true? Because you can't trust who's who's it? You can't trust it? necessarily who's doing that. Right.
1: Yeah.
2: Interesting. So you have no idea. How, how do you not know that though? Because you I did just you not don't. know him when you were when you were a kid? Was he not alive? Great grandfather. Yeah. Because I no. remember. Uh-uh. I don't remember. My grandfather
0: that I remember. Your, your dad I mean,
2: died before I was born, right?
0: Yes. Or, yes. yes. Yes.
2: Right. Yes. So I didn't know him at all. No. So did you know your grandfather? Yes, at all? very well. You knew him well. Both grandfathers. How? 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 Um, I mean, how old was he when you knew him? Like, My sorry, grandpa. What, what age did he die? Yeah. Oh, he died in his mid-seventies. So how old were you at that point? You think? I was in college. Okay, so you knew him for a while. Yeah. And he was. But he was also a surgeon. Yep. So you say he moved from North yep. Carolina to. Philadelphia He yep. went to school in Philadelphia. Yep. Then he moved to Minnesota and yep. ended up living in Rochester. Right. And he studied with the Mayo brothers, right? Right. So he was... How many people were in that... Was it, would you call it a practice then? Or what was that, it? Was it was a private practice. Correct. So it was Will Mayo and Charlie Mayo.
0: And then they had a bunch of other people. And how did they... But take, Grandpa was very early
2: in that right. group. He yeah. was probably with... Um, he was with the, one of the founding members of the hospital, yes. right? Yes. So he was with, like, uh, Charlie Plummer. Is that his name? Henry Plummer. Henry Plummer. That's another guy. What's his name? Okay, it's Charlie Mayo, Henry Plummer, Will Mayo. Those were the those were the original people. Those yeah. are the three guys. Mm-hmm. So he was one of the guys, original guys. Mm-hmm. So how, how well, then there was a practice.
0: There was a practice that was original, that that uh, that he, that the Mayos allowed to make money off the practice, and that group was seven total, and they brought people. They were the two surgeons. I who think they Will were? Yeah, they were the two surgeons, and they had three other, four other people who were internal medicine
2: people, and that was it. So how did they... And how then, does, they, then they started expanding after that. So how did that work? How did they become to be... There's a hummingbird right there. I missed it. How did he get all the way to such a small town in Rochester? I have no earthly idea how he got there. think
0: there was some there. sort of like a... Well, the Mayo's had quite a reputation even then. And for what? In 19, well, for incredible surgery, okay, uh, volumes and outcomes. A lot of goiters. A lot of goiters.
2: <laughs> is that because of the lack of iodine in the diet that's because in the West? Of being
0: landlocked. That's correct. Because you get iodine from fish for some reason, right? And from iodized salt. Okay. And that's why iodized salt is here because people realized you need at a s- certain point that you need iodine, mm-hmm. and uh, then the goiters went away. And they and they and the only goiters that you see now are goiters. <laughs> caused by disease.
2: How so. do you? How do people? How do people who lived in landlocked places in the past get iodine? Then they didn't. That's so, why
0: they got goiters. So what, not everybody did,
2: but but some what did. makes someone get a goiter? Then I don't know. The what answer is a goiter that? exactly? Enlargement of the thyroid gland. So the thyroid gland like kind of stops up essentially. I don't
0: know the answer to that either. Okay,
2: but it it somehow overproduces and it yes. can't drain, so yes. it gets really big. Yes. So they would remove a lot of these goiters from people in the Midwest Mm -hmm. because they didn't have iodines there. Mm -hmm. Did they also have some sort of famous cesarean surgery or some sort of like uterine cyst. Well, they used to take out huge, they used to,
0: they used to see things that we don't see anymore. Right. Um, But... They saw huge uterine tumors and things like that that no one could, because there were no, I mean, the x ray was, was, uh, was very early. And even and, dangerous, too. And, right? and also dangerous, so no, they had no idea. And they could just, they just operated. It was amazing. It so was he, amazing.
2: he moved from Philadelphia to Rochester, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Do you know where he lived in Rochester? Yep. What yep. house was it?
0: Well, they they built a house early in 1924, so that was only five years after he came, five or six years after he came, so he built the house. It was the
2: house in Pill Hill, the White House, right?
0: Yep, yep,
2: yep. So they built that house, yep. and he had a family there, and he yep. practiced. Just gen- It was a general surgeon, or what was he? General surgeon,
0: and he did uh, neck and, and, uh, and truly general surgery because right. they would do— uh, really, basically any surgery. Because
2: back then, it was, if you were a surgeon, you were a surgeon. That is correct. You didn't have to specialize because no. it was, it was, no. almost like there wasn't enough specialization because no one knew correct. enough to specialize, right? Correct. So he did that.
0: But his main main things were thyroid and colon.
2: What else did he do? Do anything about him? What? Do you know anything else about him? Oh, personally? he did.
0: He did a lot of. Uh, he wrote a lot of papers. He a lot of. He was in a number of societies. What he, kind of societies? Well, Southern Surgical, like I was.
2: Southern Surgical.
0: Southern Surgical. Why and was that?
2: Because he wasn't from the south. North Carolina, I guess, is the south, right?
0: Yes, and 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 the Mayo's were members, and then it became kind of tradition a tradition that for people from the north, it so would be it? it would be only people from us from Mayo that would be part of. Uh, were we allowed Surgical. to be in Southern
2: yeah. Surgical? Yeah. What other societies was he in? Do you know, I
0: don't know. I mean, American, I mean, the American Surgical Association, which is what I was in too. Uh, that's for around the, the, the whole country. It doesn't matter uh, where. Um, and the the uh, American College of Surgeons, and then I don't know the other ones.
2: Was he ever? Um, what else did he do? I mean, I mean, well, no, just a surgeon. He's just a surgeon. Yeah. And he lived in Rochester yep. for the rest of his life. Yep. So he died in Rochester? Yep. What did he die from?
0: I think he died from uh, lip Mou- cancer, I mouth think, cancer. I think it was
2: from smoking a pipe? Yep. So he smoked a pipe a lot. Yep. And I think he got it from from, 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 from the pipe. From that, yeah. And he lived in Rochester his entire life, mm-hmm. or his entire working life. Oh, yeah, right. So he he also, isn't he credited as having some... Uh, some inventions that still be use, are still used today? No, not really. I thought, that, I thought the Pemberton clamp was his thing.
0: Oh, well, the Pemberton, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah.
2: Right, that's a right. thing? Yeah. Yep. Isn't there something else? I looked up something else. I sent it to you the other day, right? You did,
0: yeah, but it was it was not his sign. It wasn't him? No. Who
2: was it? A different Pemberton? Yeah. Oh, okay, well, what was that? A Pemberton... Uh... The Pemberton sign for goiter. Okay, so that wasn't... No. That's just a coincidence. We've been talking about Goiters, and yes. he was in the Midwest. It is a coincidence. It's a, quite a coincidence. So it was yeah. a British guy. Yes. Because the Pemberton name is an English name, isn't it? It is an English name, yeah. So you, when you knew him, what was he like? Do you have any... Oh, kind of, you know, a nice guy. But would I mean...
0: I don't know. Uh, I'm a kid, and he's, he's uh, 70 or 65 or 68 or whatever it was. Um, grandma was always wonderful, and... She I didn't outlived never know her, right
2: huh I, I never knew her did I was a uh, she, alive
0: when she I was died alive? a few years after he did so no because you were 81 so therefore they were in the 70s they both died in the 70s yeah no. okay yeah
2: but she where would she where did she come from she was she was Anna
0: Hoagland and that's my middle name right and uh, she came from st. Paul her father was a railroad uh, surveyor and engineer so is he wealthy?
2: I think they were well off, yeah. Because the back then there was not a lot of, there was, a lot of times if you tend to have money, you had a lot of money, didn't you? True, but, but I, think well okay, I think they so were well off. Okay, so they weren't fine. like, they weren't like Bilderberg or Rothschild. They just were no. like, probably upper upper class yeah. uh, wasps from yes, of course Minnesota. Yes, and so he was an upper class wasp from North Carolina. Correct. And how many kids did they have?
0: Well, they had uh, four boys. And a girl, right.
2: so five. Because one of them was Uncle Jack. Jack, right? And he he's the first one. And He was a he lawyer. Was a lawyer at the ACLU, right? In San Francisco.
0: That was in New York, and then in he New moved York. to San Francisco.
2: And He was a major league umpire for a period of time. Right? No, that's Uncle. That's Uncle Hank, right? That I no,
0: I don't. I don't know about major league umpiring at all. He was I he didn't did know some that.
2: sort of umping. I didn't Maybe know He was that. a major league, but he was. He did work in baseball. I'm pretty I didn't sure. know that. Well, what did, So Jack was a lawyer his whole career, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he moved to San Francisco to retire? To teach at to the teach. University of San Francisco. Okay. And what about his brother, Hank, then?
0: Hank uh, did proctology. He did? Where? In uh, Rockford, Illinois.
2: Okay. And when did he die? Not too long ago. Five years? Five years, really? Did you ever see him? No. But he was. But did you see him growing up much? Oh, sure. Sure. Yep. Yeah. So he, were were great he was a great uncle. No, he was an uncle. Uncle. All yeah. right, I would get confused. His dad's brother. Okay. So he was your dad's brother. Mm-hmm. So he was my great uncle. Yes. Oh, God. I guess I'm thinking more about John DeJarnett Pemberton. Did he have any brothers or sisters?
0: My grandpa? Yeah. That I have no idea about. You
2: have no idea? You didn't know any of them at all? No. You just knew him and his wife, who was your grandma? Yeah. Because they were around. So see, he was in Rochester that entire time. So there was a period, for period of time when... Your dad and family lived in the same city as his as his dad. Yep. And that was when he was a medical student. Yep. No, so when he was a resident. Was a resident. So he was, was a that, medical student. How does in that Northwest. work in? Cuz you weren't a resident at Mayo when your dad was there. He was already no. in Milwaukee.
0: No, he was he was right. He was in Milwaukee, but but when I was a resident, he was dying.
2: Right. So back then when he was a resident, when my great grandfather was a doctor at Mayo, it wasn't a strange thing because it was sort of a normal thing where your son is. Although an Grandpa apprentice. retired in 52. So he retired before. Dad started, really. So it was never a crossover. Not really, no. But even if there was, it wouldn't be a strange thing? No, not because thing.
0: after that, we had a lot of different people who were, who were legacy people.
2: Okay. Even today, there's legacy, right? Oh, uh, not quite so much. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, Dr. Dozwa. That's one. He's a legacy. That's,
0: that's a legacy, correct. And you're a legacy, and I am.
2: Who else do you know who's a legacy at Mayo? Uh,
0: Randy Beers. Uh, his father was a very famous surgeon at Mayo.
2: What about his father's father?
0: That I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and so and Divine, Rick Divine, who you know. Uh-huh. Uh huh. His dad was a was a, uh, ENT surgeon.
2: Ears, nose, and throat.
0: Yeah. And um,
2: that's the ones I know. So when your family moved to Milwaukee when you were a kid, so you went to school there and just did all the normal stuff and everything. Yeah. And you got really into sports, right? No. Well, you were into sports. You, had, you Remember that? You had a bunch of letters, right? Because you I were did, a manager. Because
0: I was a manager. I yeah. was a trainer. That's being right. into sports, technically. That's different than being into sports. Right. I think.
2: Well, yeah. I, you're, I think it's the same. Well, okay. So you did that. Yeah. So you went to high school in Milwaukee. You mm-hmm. lived in Whitefish Bay. Yes. Also known as White Folks Bay. Yes. Is that because it was all wasp? It was super waspy? Yes. So at that time, it meant something if you were Catholic. It was different than being... Catholic? Well, because if you're wasp, you're Protestant.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, I know. So there Catholic was, was kind of, you know...
2: They wasn't mixed in? I no. thought there was a separation a lot of times. There because is. Because the Catholics a lot of times were... I mean very sorry. much so. It's well how is that? Can you talk about that? I don't
0: know. I can't talk about
2: it. Well you can. I you don't know, really know. In your experience. You just said you they were they weren't. They were the people who went to Saint, Saint, Santa Monica? That You're was a Catholic Monica. school. Santa Monica. Yeah. Okay.
0: And the high school which I forgot the name of now. I'm, I might remember it. And uh, and uh, and there are people who weren't.
2: In that era where a cat with Catholic people tend to have less money. Yes. So that's still sort of true today, isn't it? I don't know Why do you think that is, I wonder? No idea That's interesting, because it's mostly Irish people Yes Or, I mean, there weren't probably no Hispanic people in Milwaukee at that time Not Mm. very few
0: Well, very few, I would think
2: It was mostly Irish people, and what else? Who were the Catholics in Milwaukee at that time, do you think? Don't know Just Irish people? Yeah So if you're white and you're Catholic, you're probably Irish In Milwaukee? Yeah could be, yeah, Yeah. So you guys never Callahan? Is that an Irish name? Callahan's definitely an Irish name. Okay, then yes. Well, how, well why do you say that? You know, because
0: that was a good friend of mine's. Who was they a Callahan? They lived down the down the block. Yeah, down the and block in Catholic. Whitefish Bay. Yeah.
2: So they were Catholic. Oh yeah. Okay, but they were Callahan. Yeah. So they were well off, but they were they were Irish people. Yeah. It's so like like the Kennedys. Yeah. But not quite the same as Kennedys. Yeah. So you went. You lived there for until, and you had um, you're the oldest of two. Three. I guess, yeah, of three, right. And then you decided to go to college at Tulane. Right. What made you decide to go to college? No there?
0: idea. I know i heard people had gone there. We went there on vacation as a family. To New Orleans? To New Orleans. Why,
2: is, why did you guys go to vacation? I don't know. Dad New liked New it.
0: He liked going there. Really? Yeah. And then I just applied early and got in. Back then, you could, you could apply early. You can apply early now. Early admission. Early admission,
2: yeah. Is that the same as early decision? Same thing. Same thing. So you went down there, and you would. Are we getting close? We do? Why?
0: Because <laughs> it's been a long time. Yeah,
2: but it's only been 50 minutes. <laughs>
0: it's been a long... You said 45. I
2: know. That's because to trick you. <laughs> if I say 45, it can get a little extra time in. So you went there, and then you moved... Uh, you stayed there, and then you moved to Rochester. Why did you move to Rochester again?
0: Why did I moved to Rochester? Uh, yeah. After New Orleans, you yeah, mean? Yeah. Oh. After,
2: after uh, you were Dad
0: resident. Because Dad, Dad came down one time... When I was in medical school right before, uh, or as a senior year, right towards the end of the senior year, and said, what are you going to do next year? You know, right. what's, what's up for Senior
2: year, year. Of, of medical school. Medical school. And I said, well, they want me to stay
0: here. Right. So I said, so he said, well, that's probably not very smart.
2: Why is that not very smart? Well, because we had no chair of surgery. Where? At, at Tulane. Okay. He had Why died. Why is that not very smart? Because there's No guidance.
0: No guidance. And then we had someone who was, who came in the year after that, who wasn't very great. Okay. So, so then he, this, I started the internship, and then just a few months into it, um, he said, "All right, okay, that's it. You need to come to Mayo." Why? I said, why? And he said, because there's no one directing anything down there, and you'll never get anywhere, and your career won't go unless you go to Mayo.
2: Did he realize you were not going to be private practice like him? Um, I didn't know.
0: Who okay. knew? Who knows then? I mean, who knows at that level what you're going to do? No one knows. So, no, I didn't know, and he didn't
2: know either. Because now, I, when I think about private practice, I think about them in a different class as someone who's a surgeon at a hospital because if you're a surgeon at a hospital you can you can um, you're a scientist you're not just a, a doctor not necessarily depends on the, on the situation but you can't author papers with the same degree of research as you can no so basically it not. does mean something right in terms of as Mayo's a teaching hospital
0: oh now Mayo's different Right Mayo's different than Well that's than what I mean I guess is that, Oh okay well, So if, if you, you decide go mayo, to go to Mayo
2: Yeah that's different It's like you may not make as much money as you make as a private practice Correct. doctor But you are in terms of like the um, the progr- being pr- uh, progressive And being someone who's like furthering the
0: Correct Advance right. of
2: medical Pushing the knowledge, knowledge Yeah you're, mm-hmm. you're, So you're kind of It's more a more, a more uh, altruistic decision maybe you could say A
0: little bit more Yeah Correct 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 because you can author paper, do research, and teach, and see patients.
2: Right. And you can't do that if you're private practice. You not necessarily,
0: because to you're too busy seeing patients.
2: And you're also too busy courting patients, right? Which one? If have to court patients, right? Or oh, you, you to, court like, them,
0: and you make money off of them. Yeah. And da, 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 da. It's so a golf.
2: There's a fairly aggressive, yeah. Right. So you decided to move to Rochester yep. to start working.
0: Yep. At least your mom was not happy.
2: She wasn't? No. Because mom is from Louisiana. Yes. And how come she wasn't happy? Was she thought she was going to stay in New Orleans? Yes. Yeah. Because I told her that was what we were going to do. Right. And she's, she did not like Minnesota for, even to this day, I think she doesn't no, like No, I Minnesota. think she likes it now. She does, but she still, for a long time, she would talk shit about Minnesota like she didn't live there.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. But I I think we finally had it out. And and I said people just don't want to hear that you don't like it here. Yeah. They just don't want they don't Because they're here. Mm-hmm. And they don't, They made a decision, especially people who made a decision to stay here, right? meaning in Minnesota. Um, they don't want to hear people say the opposite.
2: So. Right. But there is a nice novelty of being from the South, being in Minnesota. Yeah. You are sort of like, oh, you're like a...
0: But there is a long history of Minnesota, of Mayo and the South.
2: There is? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like I mean, Southern Surgical. Yeah. That's one. So you guys moved there, and that's it. That's it. Well, sort of. That's that's half. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: And uh, and the, we had the kids, and we did everything, and and I'd had a good career, and I'm still there.
2: You are. You had a 40th birthday party where you had a giant cake made of look like, looked like a pile of shit. <laughs> it did. It's because you're a uh, colon rectal <laughs> surgeon. I am. Yeah. Still. How did you decide to be a colon rectal
0: surgeon? I did research uh, in Keith Kelly. Lab with uh, Sid Phillips. Uh-huh. Um, Sid Phillips is an
2: Australian gentleman. Yes, who gave me wine at a very young age. Yes, he did. Tasmanian Chardonnay that I was. <laughs> I was still to this day, if I tell people that, they're like, "Oh, that's good."
0: <laughs> that's that's a long time
2: ago. I remember. It, I can remember Jesus. it very, very clearly. Jesus, I remember him? Uh, I remember that, that that flat, quote unquote, flat we stayed in. You mean in London? Yeah, I remember oh seeing God. the billboard for Les Mis when we got left there. Yep. I remember him pouring that wine? Yes. It it was the afternoon we first got to London, and he, he said, this is some Tasmanian Chardonnay. He, a, he, a, he looked like a guy out of like a book or something, just very classic-looking, I don't know, English gentleman. Yep. But he was Australian. He was Australian. It was kind of the same yeah. thing at that point. They're very, <laughs> if, you're, if you're educated okay. Australian, you might as okay. well be English, yeah. right? Yeah, To Queen. So, so he, uh, he... studied with him.
0: Yep, and uh, and it was in on the ileum. So I did research in dogs. What I did is the research ileum? People, yeah. What and des- then what and describe
2: the... the ileum, though. What is that again? Huh? What is the ileum? Oh, it's the end of the small intestine. Okay, so it's where the small intestine meets the rectum. Huh? This is where the small intestine meets the rectum? No, where the small intestine meets the colon. Okay. Oh, so, oh, right. Okay, the ileum is that. Yeah. I'm thinking of the duodenum. No, you're thinking that's the top next to the stomach. Right. The duodenum is it, where it, the stomach meets the small intestine. Correct. The ilium is where the small intestine meets the colon. The colon. colon. And okay. the
0: colon and the rectum. And the rectum <laughs> right. meets the anus. That's correct. Okay,
2: got it. So, um, we. On uh, the ileal So colon.
0: So, the pouch, your, the operation that you had right. came along, and uh, it was new. And. Um, that, combined with the research on the ileum and, and on IBD in general, mm. inflammatory bowel disease, um, made me want to stay at Mayo.
2: Oh, because you thought it was really interesting? Number and like
0: and number two, Colometto was the place to go.
2: That was the place. That, was ground, zero that for, was ground zero for the ileum? Correct. And so isn't that ironic that I have that disease? It's totally ironic. Yeah. What did you, what did you think about when that first happened? Not good. Because I was about 10 years old, right? You were 10. And so, did you think right away that's what it could be? It could be colitis? Yes. Why? Just because of blood in the stool kind yes. of stuff? So it's like, it's hard for it to be anything else, isn't it? It was. So, even Crohn's doesn't manifest that way? It does the same way. So, what's the difference between Crohn's and colitis then in terms of early manifestation of symptoms? Very similar. What's the difference, though? That's what not I asked. Not really much,
0: much, not really much difference.
2: <laughs> Ask the correct question and you'll get the correct
0: answer. Well, I uh, said,
2: what's the difference? I said, not much, but that must well, be some difference. Well, there isn't
0: much difference, not in the but, presentation. Oh, and you're presentation, not really sure, okay. not really sure. Sometimes you have to do testing what, to well, be so sure.
2: What in the test reveals the difference? Small intestinal involvement. So you have to do an endoscopy, or what? well,
0: that plus you do now what's called CT angiography or MR angiography.
2: What is that? Which looks at scan, which uh, looks at
0: and you can either with X-rays or without X-rays, and look and see if the small intestine is involved with the disease. So you look where the inflammation is. Huh? You look for where the inflammation is. Okay. okay. And if it's in the small intestine, that's Crohn's disease. If it's in the colon only, Mm -hmm. then you're not sure because Crohn's disease can be manifested as
2: small bowel only, colon only, or both. So what makes Crohn's disease uh, large bowel? can, Can Crohn's be large bowel only or no? Yes. So what makes it Crohn's and not colitis then if it's large bowel only? Skipping. What do you mean?
0: Areas of involvement that are there and then nothing and then there and then nothing. And colitis so is total skip inflammation. Irrit. And colitis can usually starts in the rectum and goes proximal. So and proximal. there's no skipping.
2: Okay. So there's no it's worse in that sense somewhat. It's it's well, I don't know if it's worse it or not. It just depends. Yeah. So when I had that you kind of you were kind of sure it was that's what it was? Yeah. And then at what point I mean, it was just confirmed when I went in to see the doctor. Correct. I have very little very little memory of this, yeah, like, I so, know good so long ago, good, yeah, but I went in there and they they diagnosed me with that and tried all mm-hmm. the kinds of stuff. Yes, it was that it. hard that was probably for hard a long for you. time it was really hard for you, very hard for me Cause it was like a thing where you were treating this at work and then you'd see it when you came home exactly so was that did that affect any like your research at all or anything like that at all? no
0: mm mm no,
2: no it did not mm- got it. Because I, knew, you knew all the stuff that was current, and and uh... I knew
0: what was possible to come, yeah. right? And that made it that most difficult.
2: Was there anything that was you guys were working on in the lab that you thought was going to be available at some point?
0: To... Well, it was just trying to get the pouch down to uh, to a good science and good the say, science of
2: building the pouch, building the like... pouch,
0: and get that correct and understand how it worked and what the uh, what the uh, implications of having one would be. Can you describe
2: time. that? What the no, pouches? Not really. No, you can. I can describe. You mean, it. Drive, describe what the pouch is?
0: Yeah. Oh, it's just a it's just an enlargement of the end of the terminal ileum. So
2: it's any of a the pouch. small intestine. Uh, that's correct. You make a pouch. A quote unquote pouch with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you can reconnect it to the anus. To the anus. Correct. And so it becomes. You basically take out uh, a couple links rectum. in the chain. Take, take them out the out, colon,
0: and rectum, right? And you reconnect, and then you cure the disease that way.
2: Because previously, people would have to have a an ileostomy, which means they have a colostomy bag, and they live with that. Correct. And that even happens to this day, right? Oh sure. Because I, I had a nurse um, in Vegas who we went to I went to an IV place for fun to get to get hydrated. <laughs> for fun? Well, because it's it's nice. You know, you feel good after that because you get all okay. this hydration. And she was t- they were asking me medical questions, and I don't really volunteer much because I don't want to because I don't want them to tell me no based upon something they don 't know about that I know I know I'm, I know I'm okay to have fluids and I somehow left that slide about that, and she was the nurse was like, "Oh, my son had that, and he's only three years old he had to have like Pediatric surgery, but he has a colostomy back. And mm. I wonder why. Is that because he's such a small, so young? Is that a thing? Is that a condition that. I don't
0: has? know if it was the same one IBD, coli- coli- I'm pretty sure, colitis. Pretty Colitis. Well, see, there are different things at it that. Ca- age. Who knows what it could be? Yeah, who knows.
2: But what makes it, what makes someone not be able, not be a candidate for having, uh, what is it called a total colectomy, is what I have? Yes. So it means the ileum is connected to the anus. Yeah. So. It's, what's it called when you have a colostomy? I call it partial colectomy, or well,
0: people get colostomy and ileostomy mixed okay. up. Okay. So the colostomy, of the colon is still there. Ileostomy, of the colon is not there.
2: Okay, but either way, if you have a stoma, if you have a yeah. Uh, stoma, yeah. If you have that, what what is the condition that would apply to someone that would prevent them from having a closed ostomy? Like whatever, whatever, not a closed ostomy. What's what do you call it when you have what I have, where I'm I'm I don't have a colostomy bag, I have a a, com- a complete... Well, you've had a protocolectomy and an pouch-anal anastomosis. That's okay. what you've had. So what is it called when someone doesn't have it connected to their anus, they have a colostomy bag for life? Ileostomy bag? Yeah, an ileostomy. Yeah, total
0: proctocolectomy. So what are the conditions that mean... You, you, know, you can't get the one you had? Yeah. Oh, uh, people who are old uh-huh. in their 70s. Why is that? Because they don't have good control. To respond to... Yeah. Okay. And... People who are very ill, right. Who are at almost a death's door so from the IVD. They suffer from multiple things. People who've had terrible amounts of medication that make them not, uh, well, and uh, biologics and the new newest medications, which I don't really even understand them all. Like Remicade? Uh, uh, Well, that's a biologic. Okay. But, um, uh, and Uzakizumab and things like that, which I don't really understand. There are, there are, um, people who become Almost impossible to operate on, so they get ileostomies. But what
2: makes them impossible to operate on? Like, what is there? they're so sick. So you mean just like total inflammation? Yeah. It's like a lot of just yeah, yeah okay. it's
0: just awful, and uh, and finally people who are too big, too fat. Yeah.
2: So that's a big thing. I remember I saw you operate one time, and it was on a very very fat guy, and it was for hemorrhoid surgery. Yeah. I remember seeing you struggle. Physically, yeah. With opening his rectum with this tool, yeah. Like you were to the point of frustration. Yes. Right? This guy is so fat. Yeah. That. So. But if you're fat, it causes like it's everything like a strain it's, on your system.
0: This is just awful.
2: Yeah, it's really bad. Yeah. So if you're fat and you're sick, you're gonna get more sick. Yep. Because you can't be operated on the same way. Yep. You can't recover.
0: You can't recover the same either. No. Yeah.
2: Interesting. So it's it's, but it's also just variable. It's case to case, huh? It is. Right. Have you ever saved someone's life in the ER?
0: In the ER? Well, that would have to be back when I was a charity, and oh, I don't remember. Yeah, you mean? Yes, I mean, remember this one? (laughs) Very nicely dressed. Gentleman came this to be, be the
2: last story, by the way, so okay. you can you can take your time with very
0: it. Very nice, uh, nicely dressed gentleman came walking in, and uh, said, "I've been drinking, and I think I don't feel very well." Uh huh. So he got pulled, put into a into the medical, medical emergency room. Medical, right. yeah, medical emergency room, and there were all beds lined up, like this, and he was on one. I was assigned to him. And I was a medical student. I must have been a medical student. And a medical student. I must have been a medical student. At Charity. At Charity. And he um, lay down on the bed, and we started talking, and he said, I think I'm going to be sick. I said, okay. So I went away, and I turned around, and he had sat right up in the bed and vomited, a terrazzo square. Do you know what a terrazzo square is? I've never heard of that. A terrazzo is a form of uh, of uh, flooring uh-huh. that looks permanent. It looks like it's been, I'm sure you've seen a terrazzo floor in a right. thousand different places. And it's got like, it's like marble, it's shiny, and it's, and it comes in squares. And that square is like three feet by three feet. Okay, they're really big. A terrazzo square full of blood. Oh. Holy manola. So
2: that's not vomit.
0: That's not vomit. That's called esophageal varices. Okay. And esophageal varices kill you because of just what, what perforation happened here. No, because they bleed. They bleed okay. out. So, yikes, good Lord. So he got pushed up to the uh, ICU and put a, back then, the only treatment we had uh, and we were known for this at Tulane because our chief, back when I was in medical school, was a, was a portal hypertension doctor, Okay. portal hypertension surgeon, and had invented a, a certain type of portal What's hypertension. What's portal hypertension? What would cause varices. Okay. And, um, and he got a football helmet put on his head. Holy shit. And then this tube goes down into his stomach through his nose or mouth i've forgotten which one and then you pull back on it and you have to anchor it to the football helmet wow yeah he died three days later
2: oh but so he didn't save his life well kind of you kept him from dying i kept him from was dying. he conscious those three days yes so he was able to live and yeah. basically say his goodbyes yes so he died from what did he die from technically from portal hypertension so loss of blood yep so is that
0: a so you like can't you just can't do it, and then you can't operate on fast enough because
2: they have they're too sick. So. Okay, because it's like it's almost like a, well, yeah, it sounds yeah. It sounds terrible. I
0: remember that one very clearly, and then a few other ones. Uh, yeah, so a few other ones that will come in, and you know, I, when I was on, I was on neurosurgery call as an intern, and I got a call, I had to call the resident, and of course ours was a resident-run hospital. There were no, no staff. This is charity staff. again? Yeah, no yeah. staff. Especially on weekends and things like right. that. And so this guy came in and was shot.
2: Shot in the head? Oh, yeah. With what, you think?
0: I don't know. Just mm-hmm. a gun. And, and I called up to the resident and I said, you know, so-and-so, and so-and-so, and so-and-so, the shot, and he's lying here in the, in the surgery IC, surgery right. uh, emergency room and so-and-so. forth. he said, well, did the bullet cross the midline, John? Mm-hmm. So I said, just a minute. And I went back and looked at the x-ray, and sure enough, it had gone in and crossed the midline. Mm-hmm. And I said, yep, cross the midline. He said, put him in the corner and wait.
2: Oh, because he's going to die. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: That's the way it is. That's what you had to do. You so had to triage you mean... people. You had to, and there was no way this one would live.
2: Oh. So So you don't have any stories of heroics <laughs> of people who, who lived after a traumatic event? Oh, sure. Event? I mean,
0: I got my chair Main named after me, the Pemberton... Pemberton uh, chair?
2: Pemberton chair. What's yeah. that?
0: Um, a lady was in the female surgery ward, so those were 12 beds. Right. Each, there were male one and female, and they were A, B, C, or one, two, three. I remember what right. it was. And uh, I was an intern, and uh, she... Had a gallbladder back then. We did them all open, so we had a great big incision and took out her gallbladder. Right, but then she wouldn't move. She was like a whale in the bed. She didn't move. Was she fat? She was bigger because okay. most people were bigger when uh, when they had gallbladder problems yeah. back then, and uh, and so I would put a certain tube down the nose mm-hmm. to make them cough because right. she wouldn't cough and then they'd get pneumonia and they'd die from pneumonia Yeah, and that was terrible and so you, if you'd put this thing down you'd make them cough and they wouldn't get pneumonia yeah. and then they could leave the hospital in a week um, so I did that with her and she got, she left and went home and so I, was, I had gone and worked all night and I went home and went to bed and got a call from my third year. Right. Third years were in charge of certain things at the hospital. Fourth years of other things, and fifth years in charge and of the you hospital. You were a fifth year at that time, and I was in the first year.
2: Oh, first year.
0: And so my third year called me and said, "Pemberton, get down here." Uh huh. I said, "What for?" He said, "You won't believe it." And I said, "Do I have to come now?" Yes. Okay. So, got in the car, drove down, went to the ward, mm-hmm. and they were looking, standing there. Because I had called him and told him I was coming, and they were standing there, and they said, "Look at this," and there is a rocking
2: chair, right,
0: sitting in there, brand new, uh-huh. and on the back was a plaque in memory of Doctor John Pemberton who saved my life.
2: Oh wow! From yeah. that lady. From the lady. So yeah. where is that chair now? You suppose? Oh, who knows?
0: That was ni- That was 1977.
2: That's funny. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. That's pretty funny. The night of. Yeah. Isn't that's interesting. That yeah, it's pretty great. So good the Pemberton chair. Well, thank you for talking with me, Dad. You're welcome, honey. Now we can talk more about other stuff later. Okay. This is a good uh, part one, I would say. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, thank you, know you for having me. Thanks. Thanks for being here. Okay. Is there anything you want to promote? No. <laughs> you want to promote anything? Except at all? you. How about your book? If people want to buy a, a really dry technical <laughs> surgery manual, what's it called? The pelvic floor.
0: The pelvic floor. Pelvic
2: floor available on Amazon for what? Five hundred dollars, maybe. <laughs> Probably. A couple hundred dollars. If you want to buy the pelvic floor? Okay. Enjoy your time in Palm Springs. Thanks. Bye.
0: Thanks for coming over.
2: Bye. You can do that too. Bye. Bye.